welcome fiends to the Double D Movie Night Podcast. We're back again, like five minutes later. <laughs> uh, and now we're doing the Poughkeepsie tapes from 2007. You've got the synopsis pulled up? Sure do. Yay. All right. So, in an abandoned house in Poughkeepsie, New York, murder investigators uncover hundreds of tapes. There we go. <laughs> showing decades of a serial killer's work. Woo! All right, let's jump into fun facts. All right. That was embarrassing for you. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> this film was shot in 15 days. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I'll take it. The news anchors and reporters were from Minneapolis, Minneapolis, God damn it, Minneapolis. That's right. St. Paul, uh, the director's hometown. Cheryl's stump hand effect was made using a green screen and a glove. I'm I'm just not going to get into it right now. Okay. The film was shot in the style of a documentary um, purporting to be put together from the private video collection of an upstate New York serial killer who filmed more than 800 murders. Interviews from criminal experts, testimony from the other victims uh, recovered alive, and even clips from local TV stations led many, many a person to believe that it was a real story, um, along with the chilling plot. We'll get into that in a minute. According to Slash Film, the Poughkeepsie tapes quietly premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2007 but didn't stir any buzz until it screened at a 24-hour movie marathon later that year. The film actually angered viewers with clips of sadistic violence and graphic torture acted out by the murderer, James Foley, also known as the Water Street Butcher. I guess. I mean, if you're like, you know, if your name's Tom and you like to drink your Coors Light from you know, from the tap at your local hole in the wall and you go to see this movie, you're going to be like, ew, it's so gross. (laughs) But I feel like maybe I'm just numb to it. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that gory. And even for the time, it wasn't that gory. Because going through, what was that, 2007? Wasn't there, like, other crazier shit going on in film back then, too? Probably, yeah. Right? Tarantino made a few movies. Yeah, come on. It's all feet and blood there. So, anyways. uh, Foley isn't real. None of the film is actually real. Um, According to the Marist College Circle, some students at the Poughkeepsie School were convinced of the mockumentary's authenticity. But all of it was filmed in California by writer-director John Eric Dowdle. Dowdle was since made... Was since made... 
English. Dowdle has since made a name for himself with scary movies like Quarantine, which we'll, we we're going to be doing, uh-huh. Devil, which we will be doing, uh-huh. and Rack or Record, which we will be doing. Uh, Poughkeepsie Tapes still claims to be real, though, convincing audiences that the gruesome found footage is used by FBI profiles to study psychopathic behavior. The marketing strategy relied on unknown actors and mystery. It's very similar to the way the Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch Project in the 90s, um, and even more, I think, more recently than that was uh, Paranormal Activity, how they sort of got the word out there. Yeah. You know, their marketing was mysterious, to say the least. Blair Witch had me hook, line, and sinker, man. I was like, it's real. That bitch is going to kill us all. Like, I was, I was, I, you, I would be at work on the computer looking and trying to solve fucking puzzles. Just ignore me. So, Dowell may have been inspired by other serial killers. Charles Ng and, and Leonard Lake, for example, are believed to have raped and murdered as many as 25 women in a Northern California cabin and filmed some of the victims, which is true. They may... the <sighs> Believed is not the right word for that. It is true. The tapes are out there. I've seen a few clips of them. That's all I could handle anyways, but it was like, bye-bye. Um, yeah, gross. Two gross dudes. But this film does not remind me of those two at all. This film actually reminds me of a couple. So I'm going to give you a quick serial killer thing. I'm, You know what? I'm just do what I want. And I got real excited. So this film reminds me of a couple. On May 19th, 1977, Colleen Stan was hitchhiking from her home in Eugene, Oregon to a friend's home in Northern California, where she was heading to a birthday party. Sounds pretty fun. Cameron Hooker kidnapped 20-year-old Stan after picking her up. Stan stated that she was an experienced hitchhiker, which back then, I mean, all the teenagers were experienced hitchhikers at that point. And had allowed two rides to go past before accepting the ride from Hooker. I just keep saying the word Hooker. Okay. She reportedly felt confident climbing into the blue van. Red flag number one. Because of Hooker's wife, Janice, and their baby. When they had stopped at a gas station along the way, Stan went to use the potty. And a voice told me to run and jump out the window and never look back. And that's what she had recalled from that day. But she calmed her fears and got back in the creepy van. After the kidnapping, Stan stated that she was tortured and kept locked in a box for 23 hours a day until she was given a contract and forced to sign it. Um, and she had signed herself into slavery for life in January of 1978. <sighs> Gross. In view um, from the box under the bed, propped up against her purse sorry my mouth thank you um in view from the box under her under her bed propped up against her purse colleen told abc news was a photo of colleen um a photo that she had seen every day sorry not a photo of her but one that she had seen 
of Marie Elizabeth Sponhawk. Sponhawk? Spanic? <gasps> Spanic. I figured it out. Or not. A previous victim whose body was never found. She further stated that Cameron led her to believe that she was being watched by a large, powerful organization called The Company. You remember the story now? The whole company thing? You don't. You're just nodding. Which would painfully torture her and harm her family if she tried to escape. Stan subsequently became a slave uh, referred to as Kay and was forced to call Cameron master and was not allowed to talk without permission. Stan was allowed to visit her family by herself in 1981, but she did not reveal her situation due to the fear of the possible consequences. Her family thought she was involved in a cult because of her homemade clothes, lack of money, absence of communication over the years. They did not want to pressure her, fearing that she would stay away forever. The next day, Stan returned for a second visit with Hooker, posing as her boyfriend. At the trial, at the trial, trier, at the trial, Stan explained that she was happy about visiting her family, who were therefore able to take a photograph of her and Cameron happily smiling together. That's some fucked up shit. Uh, let's see here. Cameron's prosecution at the start of the 1985 trial and Janice testified against um, her husband in exchange for full immunity, which is fucking bullshit. In the end, Hooker was sentenced to consecutive prison terms totaling 104 years for sexual assaults, kidnapping, and the use of a knife in the process. Originally ineligible for parole until 2023, he had his hearing date moved up seven years to 2015 by California's Elderly Parole Program. On April 16th of 2015, his request for parole was denied and Hooker will be eligible for another hearing in 2030. They just did a whole bunch of nothing for no reason. Pretty much. They're like, let's give him some hope. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're dicks. Just kidding. So anyways, that's what that reminds me of. This whole movie reminds me of that situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, it was a singular person doing this and not a couple, but at the same time, you know, it it was very similar. Mm. This movie, it kind of gets you. Yeah. Do you think? Did it get you? I mean, you can admit if it wasn't scary to you, but at the same time, it still sort of gives me the heebie-jeebies just a little bit. Like, I don't leave closet doors open. I don't fuck around. Come on. I don't eat beer and ice cream. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, that's gross. That was fucking disgusting. But the overall feel of the movie, I mean, if you weren't someone that watched documentaries constantly, as I do, as mm-hmm. I make you do and the children do, mm-hmm. you would know right off the bat that this was a Blair Wicks, a Blair Wicks, Blair Witch situation. Yeah. I mean, there is one actor that I do recognize, even though he's not well known in the movie world, I did recognize him within a couple seconds of seeing I was like, ooh, you lying? I can't remember his name, but he played um, one of the police officers. Mm, okay. Anyways, did this movie give you the heaps? I mean, you know, I'm just one of those guys oh, that, I'm you know. I'm <laughs> so strong and dark and handsome and- Nothing scares me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so cool. Shut up. With my cool stuff. 
you know, just, you know, movies are movies, and they don't really get me that usual, you know? They don't get you that usually? Yeah, you know, shut up. <laughs> what? Look, Your hamburger long, drunk. It's been a long week. It's been a disgusting week. Well, we could talk more about that later, but for <laughs> now. See, it gives me the heaves still. I don't know. It's just the whole concept. It's the first half of the movie, when he's stalking and, you know, watching her and mm-hmm. in her house and in her shit and touching her stuff. That is what gives me the heaves. After that point, I'm like, it's on. This is going to be great. Because, I mean, he has interesting ways of doing torture. He has, you know, not new or improved or anything. It's just to, it. there's a difference between hearing a serial killer, you know, the story of a serial killer, mm-hmm. you know, keeping a woman in a box and making her wear silly outfits and keeping her as yeah. his um, there's a difference between hearing the story and then seeing a depiction of something like that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it. It's, you know, creepy and he be, and he does like when he did the uh, weird long neck creature animal walkie mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite part in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. That bitch is like, she can't breathe and she's freaking out and dude's coming at her with the crazy outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And the then weird spikes on his fingers. Oh, bleh. and I was like, stick him. <laughs> I was like, no thanks, buddy. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's a hard pass. But yeah, I mean, that was a goodie to me. I mean, it's still it holds up for I will, me. I will especially. say though, that that part. Oh, was here we go. A little unrealistic to me. It was extremely unrealistic. It, like a lot a lot those those spikes man that was stupid they would have to be very well fitted to his fingers <laughs> he like puts them in they're like pink yeah right they're like you know, pop like... off fall off puts them in his fingers slide out you're like Son of I mean bitch. he didn't struggle at all <laughs> yeah well he did have those little clamps on there maybe he had them cranked and he couldn't feel his fingers because yeah, he had them cramped cramped cranked <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I still, I think the movie has aged well. Yeah. Even after all the weird shit I've seen, it's still, it's still up there in the movies for me. I mean, how many, have you seen this more than once or twice? I think I've seen it twice now. Okay. Well, I've seen it a whole bunch of times (laughs) because I, I actually do like this movie a lot. You know, I like a good stalker, torture not a lot of gore. I mean, you would expect more gore, especially what he was doing to those other murdered people, but yeah. it wasn't a lot of gore for me. You know, I like the way it was shot. Maybe they didn't have enough money in the budget for the gore. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have enough days. Yeah. They needed more days to make more gore. But, I mean, I really liked the way it was shot. I liked the way the story was told, where yeah. you were just watching it as a documentary and at the same time experiencing everything from the girl's point of view. Yeah. I really like that. It's not cheesy mm-hmm. at all, I don't think. No. <clears throat> but it's a good, like, turn off all the lights, you know, maybe open all the the, the shades on the windows so, so that people can see in there just in case they want to stalk you. You know, you get your blankie and you curl up, turn off all the lights, put the movie on, make sure all the windows are open. <laughs> Truly make you pee your pants. Sure. That would make me extremely uncomfortable. Peanut. 
No, no, no. Come over here. Peanut's trying to kill the computer again. No, no, no. Over here. Come on. No, keep moving. Takes forever to walk. Good job, Peanut. Anyways, so okay, how many, how many, how many monkey paws is this is this bitch getting? Uh, I will give it five. All right, five. It, yeah, it is good. It, it is good. <laughs> movie good. Good movie is good. No, I am not a caveman. You. Kinda. <laughs> no, it was a good movie. It it was very well made, especially for being shot in fifteen days, man. I know. I mean, you, you would think just the the tapes would take longer than fifteen days to shoot. I mean, <laughs> really, yeah, because there's a lot of of cutscenes with the mm-hmm. with the quote unquote tapes involved. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give it a four and a half. It doesn't. I mean, if it it was just a little bit more nauseating i like i like those kind of things to make me sort of feel sick mm. just a little bit we have a four and a half i mean highly recommend it regardless i mean it's super good it's a good experience yeah i mean don't let your kids watch it because they'll get weird on you but i mean it's pretty good I mean, I wouldn't let our kids watch it. They'll get all paranoid and weird on us. Yeah, that's true. Next thing you know, they're standing in the doorway with a knife, and they're like, you're going to get it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Crazy fucking kids in my house. Yeah. Yeah, they get paranoid. <clears throat> but, yeah. That was that. Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie. 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 Poo. <laughs> Ah, I said poo. Okay, I should not be doing this anymore. All right. Well, okay. So really, though, that was Poughkeepsie Tapes. Highly recommend. It was a great movie. I would not want to have seen that in the theater, only because I don't think I would have found it as good. I think I would have been disappointed. Yeah, maybe. You know? Those loud static uh, cuts are definitely the key. Would definitely be way too loud. Yeah, I would have been deaf. Um, no, thank you. So, yeah, that's that. I am done. Are you done? Done. All right, he's done too. So, we're going <laughs> We're gonna go do a thing. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you like some? Don't rub. She rubbed her butt on it. Gross. Um, yeah, we're going to go do a thing something maybe watch a movie you never know um so if you want to contact us you can find us on facebook um we have a group all you have to do is type in double d movie night into the search bar and we will pop up we have a twitter uh, movie underscore double and we have an instagram is double d movie night and yeah i mean if you want to email us we have uh, double d movie night at gmail.com more than welcome you can also contact us through instagram or facebook we will happily uh reply and chit chat with you and i mean since we're all in quarantine right now you could do your friends a favor and you could suggest that they listen to this 
this podcast. Maybe grace them with a little chunk of happiness. Be like, you know what? I got these two people. They have a podcast. You should listen to it. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe and blah, 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 blah. You know, all the things that podcasters say. And, yeah. I think that's it. That's, yeah. all, that's all the bullshit I have to feed you right now. So, yeah. We're going to go do a thing. Uh, yep. And um, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast app.